So I'm Thomas von Tondre, hashtag Beast Mode, Red Bull Obstacle Racing Athlete from South Africa. And you're listening to OCR Audio. Uh, I'm Ian Hozik. You've been listening to OCR Audio. And if you stop listening early, I'll stick Watson on you. And he's terrifying. <laughs> Hey, I'm Matt Walrath, and you're listening to OCR Audio. Oh, we're so amateurs. We're amateurs. Press recording so we can call ourselves amateurs. <laughs> okay, here we go. Take two. Are you actually recording this time? Yes, he is. I'm just checking you're actually recording this. So we've just been through this and I completely forgot to record it all. So here we go again, guys. So this is uh, probably going to be so much better this time round. Oh, never. It's never good. It's never good. <laughs> leave a review we really appreciate it um we're now going to start the start of our podcast reading reviews out so if you go over to itunes over to spotify over to any, any podcast leave a review app. yeah if it's five stars and it's pretty good we will read it out if it's <laughs> no we will read them out guys we will read them out um so tash and we do listen to what you say yes 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 what we got tash we've run out so the first one for this week is from stuart 54 thank you stuart and it's titled brilliant brilliant podcast well put together with some truly inspiring guests and content the reviews of recent races are always good listening. Great work, Team OCR Audio. Thanks, Stuart. Cheers, Stuart. Bye, Star. And I've got <laughs> from Facebook. So if you haven't got um, iTunes or just don't know how to leave a review, head over to our Facebook page and leave a review there. That's also very much appreciated. So I've got a big name here. We've got a Nikolai Dam who's left his review. He said, Did he leave us five stars? Five stars. Uh, he did leave us a smiley face, which is always nice. Awesome OCR entertainment and good useful content. So cheers to that, Nikolai. And also Ashley Major. Um, great content, great guests. Love the race reviews. Would love some more training-based uh, content. Please keep up the good work. We certainly will keep up the good work. And training, well, we tend to get the athletes on and do that because we know nothing. So really... Cool. We can certainly try and get some experts in their field in around specific types of training as well, can't we? 100%. Um, yeah, so when we've got those experts on and they've told you how to train, you can train for races. And we've only got, well, other than Perth, we've only got two more races left, which is a bit sad. Uh, We're going to get you there cheap. We certainly are. So <laughs> so we've got a stallion coming up and we've got Windsor coming up. So... I haven't got my page up, so I don't know what the code is. Do you want me to go first for Twickenham? Because <laughs> yes, I remember it off the top of my head. It's not You've that hard. You've got the easy one. Go for it. <laughs> so it's our first ever study on race. And if you haven't tried a Spartan, this is something a little bit different. So get yourself down, give it a go. Um, it's for £60 for open and age group waves. And the code is all capitals, Spartan Audio, all one word, no spaces. I'm not going to tell you how to spell it. Spartan Audio, all capitals, get yourself involved, 60 quid, what a bargain. Well, if what you don't, a bargain. What a bargain, mate, what a bargain. If you don't bargain. really want steps and you'd rather have, sorry, if you don't, yeah, you don't want steps and bags, let's take you, you want hills. Mud and, mud and forests, yeah, yeah, twist backs. So Windsor, 5th and 6th of October, the Windsor trifecta weekends. So sprint for £40, the Super 55, 
and the beast for 65 may as well do the beast we're doing that for you we're doing that for you windsor audio all capitals windsor audio and you're going to get there for those very small amount of prices which i think is pretty good that is pretty good to be fair it's pretty good the trifecta weekend windsor um it's a great course pretty course my favorite (laughs) i'm gonna digress that and also say subscribe to the podcast people and then you don't I know that some people missed us on Friday and that's really nice to hear. Um, but if we do miss a Friday for any reason, or occasionally we add to an extra one just for a nice little treat, if you subscribe, you won't miss one ever again. And Never. why would you want to? I want to say hit that like button, but there is no like button. So yeah, just just thumbs up at your phones or your whatever you're listening to us from. That'd be Send good. us some love on a review and subscribe and share one. it with your friends. 100%. Right. Actually talking to professionals, let's let the professional let's do the talking. So we're about to actually uh, interview Batman. So let's do it. Let's see. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Every time. Okay, guys. So it's just me and Jack, Natasha, and we've got Nicole's boyfriend today. Aaron Mule. What's that, Aaron? I'm pretty sure Matt said this, but why have you got Batman written as your name on the on your uh, Zoom? Oh, well, actually, yesterday was Big Swinging Dingus, but I I thought since I hadn't met you guys, I probably shouldn't put Big Swinging Dingus on there. <laughs> oh, we just found it hilarious. Don't worry. <laughs> so he's treated to Batman. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I didn't even know you could change your name. I know. I'm feeling a bit, like, boring now with Jack Carpenter written on mine. It's a bit boring. Yeah. Hey, you guys are kind of lame. So that's yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm less lame. Two minutes in. <laughs> from now on, less lame. Okay, we're going to figure out how to change it, and I'm going to Jack. I get to give you a nickname, and you get to give. Oh, actually, no, maybe not. That's dangerous. That <laughs> That's <very> dangerous. dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Aaron, you're in New York, is that right? Correct. Yeah, I'm in upstate New York, uh, up near the Adirondack Mountains, just hanging out. Nice. Can and I... is that home for a long time? Yep. Yeah, I was born here, raised here, left here. No, I'm back for like. <laughs> You're back because your mum needs her bathroom tiles. <laughs> no, I was just. It happened to be cheaper to go from Norams to West Virginia, like to stay here for the in between time instead of flying back to Colorado. So. When's West Virginia? A week and a bit. Not long, is it? Yep. Or is it two weeks? A week and a bit. Yeah. It's like 10 days from now. Oh. So two weeks in between, are you like recovery mode now or are you going to try and get a bit of hard training in this week and then taper? Dude, he's tiling the bathroom floor or whatever it is. Get <laughs> strength strength training. Getting some serious uh, crafting. No, I mean, I'm usually pretty fine with race weekends. Like I raced four times this weekend, but I usually race like three times in a weekend because I do the, the super and, or like the race on Saturday, the race on Sunday. And then usually there's another race on Sunday, like a trail race. Or so. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> high, high volume then? <laughs> uh, yeah, sort of high volume. Or just like not doing a ton during the week that's running related. What's your um, background with sport, Aaron? Like when did you start? Did you do running in like high school? Is it high school over there? College? Uh, yeah, so we actually started running in middle school, um, which is like seventh grade. Um, and then, yeah, I started Nordic skiing. And then started rock climbing. Then I was running and Nordic skiing and rock climbing all at the same time. Um, so, yeah. So pretty much perfect for OCR. 
Yeah, exactly. So I've known for a long time that I'd be pretty good at obstacle course racing. And then once Atkins got into it, I was like, oh, I should probably try this at some point. But I was pretty broken at that point. Like I had <laughs> surgeries on my... <laughs> Were you friends with Atkins before, before OCR? Did you know him? No, but I grew up in the Adirondacks and he used to come down here from Canada and take a bunch of the mountain running records around here. And so I'd like... Oh, so you Strava stalked him. (laughs) Yeah, but it was before Strava. So it would be like him posting on some like uh, pro boards thing being like, took the record, wasn't that hard, bye. (laughs) (laughs) How was it, Atkins? He was fine, yeah. I yeah. beat it by six hours. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> <Yeah>. soft. <laughs> so how how long ago did you start OCR then after doing all uh, the Nordic skiing and running? What was it a spa uh, you did first? A year and a half? Yeah. So I was actually getting into it. To, I did like a Spartan race, but it was as prep for one of the Tough Mudder eight-hour races. And Endurance. I, oh. And I was, like, ultra-running a good deal at the time, so I was, like, going to try and beat Atkins at the Tough Mudder and then showed up to the Tough Mudder and then they canceled it because there was, like, a hurricane winds and, like, landslides and stuff. Um, so ah, winds. Yeah, but then I drove that night to, like, Las Vegas and then raced there the next day. So, yeah. Like well, Las, Las Vegas, was that another Tough Mudder endurance event? Yeah, it was like Friday night, and then they canceled the race at like 8 p.m., so then I got in the car, drove like six hours, the Spartan race in Las Vegas, and then oh. ran that race. <laughs> I suppose you're used to being sleep-deprived if you do ultras. Uh, I don't do like really long ultras or anything. I like 50Ks, maybe a 50-miler, that's about it. More importantly, Aaron, did you win? Uh, I did not, no. <laughs> Uh, let's see, VJ showed up, Cody Moat showed up, Mark showed up, Kirk DeWitt showed up, it was weird. <laughs> Everyone showed up then, basically. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It's quite hard <laughs> on to start. <laughs> what ultras have you done over there? Because I'm so jealous that over there you've got such a choice. Yeah, we have like a million of them. You probably wouldn't, you definitely would not know the one. <laughs> <I've>... <laughs> They're like not very big races. <laughs> Do you think you'll ever go back into that scene? Yeah, totally. Yeah, if I could get into like some of the harder races, like I, I don't really like running for that long, but I'd be, I'd be totally fine like being able to like run hiking. So like the steeper it gets, the better I do. So something uh, like hard rock or something? Yeah, like hard rock. Hard rock's like surprisingly not like crazy technical, um, but Which- yeah. There's some other ones around here. Yeah, there's loads. I uh, I love the fact you say you don't like running for that long, but you want to do ultras. <laughs> <laughs> Just the mental game, bit of hiking, lots of eating. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Walk for a little bit. I'm fine. <laughs> Does everyone have, um, this is a real way off the path question now. Does everyone have uh, the Rindac chairs in their porchways in your, on your streets? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Is it like the proper movies? Yeah. Um, no, a lot of people cheat now and they buy plastic ones. Ugh. Which are fake. 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 <laughs> yeah. So tell us about your big injury then. So 
obviously you're getting into all these ultras and stuff and then you you what actually happened to your ankle oh so um let's see i ran like a fifth miler when i was 19 um actually i beat ryan atkins there which is what i love to tell him every ultra run comes up you, you want to say that again uh, say, say it louder say it louder uh my first ultra was a 50 miler in bear mountain and i beat ryan atkins there and in your face yeah, in your face. <laughs> we do like we do like you, Atkins, but yeah, never no, no. <laughs> Um, <laughs> surprisingly, he's beaten me every time since. So yeah, but <laughs> that's, that's Spartan. You've only been doing it a year and a half, so you're working your way up. Yeah, Give it I guess another... so. Tahoe. There we You'll go. You'll come second. You can come first. No, there I don't you go. think that's the venue to beat Atkins on. But <laughs> <No>. <laughs> What's your favorite type of terrain? Do you prefer the flats? Do you prefer it like high, like steep, like Tahoe? Oh, uh, if we could just like power hike straight uphill and not have to run downhill, that'd be great. Okay. <laughs> so a point to point race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll have a word. Spartan are making loads of changes at the minute anyway. Maybe they'll do that. Yeah, except they'd be like, we're going to do a downhill race, and it's really just like a gondola, and you get off, and you do, like, monkey bars, and you get back on the gondola. I think Johnny would win that by far, surely, because that that boy's downhill skills, he flies, doesn't he, let's be honest, he sort of spends most of his time in the air. Well, everyone else could get the gondola, and Johnny could run. (laughs) Yeah, he'd still beat us down. Actually, they were running the, the gondola at North American Championships this weekend and we were running faster in the gondola which is nice <laughs> oh wow so Nora that, like, that's I've heard the 15k was basically four miles of running up and down a hill and then an obstacle race in the second half um yeah kind of I guess so I didn't really think of it like that it was essentially like a time trial to the top it was like three miles up and then like some obstacles and then you ran like straight down and then a bunch of obstacles that like got woodsy um that he, he like added on like a minute from messing up the gap all obstacles get woodsy let's be honest look at the smart yeah the a-frame got woodsy so everything gets woodsy yeah. he's just a runner um, that's not fair he's got like that was like a couple of years ago woodsy when he was failing like olympus and stuff so yeah. I, I actually, I actually, I reached out to him the week before he got disqualified at that on that truss, and we was like, "Oh, Woodsy, can we get you on on the podcast? And we know you're going to win; it's going to be fine." And he's like, "Oh yeah, 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 let's do it, let's do it." The day after, he emailed, he's like, "I don't really fancy coming on right now." I really don't blame him. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, fair enough, mate." <laughs> but I, lo- I loved uh, your smile, Aaron, when you were like talking about Woodsy on the obstacles, and you're like smiling, like. <laughs> Yeah, that's where I took him. Yeah. So now let's say you've beaten Atkins and you've beaten Woodsy. Yeah, there we go. See? I, I always forget that I've beaten Atkins because usually when he wins, it's by like 10 minutes over me. So. <laughs> Did you beat Cody? Did you beat Cody last weekend or the weekend before? As far? Uh, no, I didn't because I ran downhill like total garbage. Oh, did you? You can't yeah. say that one then. Sorry. I was trying to put you up a bit more there. <laughs> Failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, sorry, no rams. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Went well, ran uphill, ran down. Went well, hill. got second. Well, it, it was actually like a, a, I mean, it's a totally fine race for me because there's no, like, like none of the obstacles are hard because I know how to rock climb and I'm a good rock climber. 
Um, Do you find that actually it's more about your grip strength on all of these obstacles than any kind of technique? Because everyone goes panicking about things like Valkyrie, Gibbons, things like that. But do you think you've got the grip strength and you've got the upper body strength if you do need to like muscle up Valkyrie that you don't need to actually get on the the obstacles themselves? I think if you have like really good grip and no upper body strength, you just have like decent technique, then you could get up any of them. But usually if you have good grip, you have good upper body strength, so it doesn't seem to matter. Um, sort of the two go hand in hand, don't they? It's like when you watch Nicole and you bought the, um, I think you have a wall before your vertical curve and they in America and you have to jump and grab, grab the top of the wall. And I think I watched a load of the girls can do it, but Nicole actually crimp gripped the little gap in the woods. But because oh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> she could do that, she knew she could do it, you know. Oh, my yeah. life. You wouldn't even think to do it, but if you know you've got that and you trust your grip, then you're going to try it, aren't you? Jack, were you yeah. like zooming in on that video? What is she doing? <laughs> How did you see that she was pinch gripping? Common knowledge. Get with it. Come on. <laughs> right. I think we seriously digressed about your injury. Um, so, we really oh, did. <laughs> you, you, you beat um, beat a few people and then you got seriously injured. But how did that happen? Um, I got mono and Giardia at the same time, which is like a waterborne illness from water in nature that has some animals poop in it <laughs> oh um, that's nasty so, that is nasty I, I sorry i've jumped in again i've had that and it's not fun yeah it's awful um but i lost like 20 or 25 pounds in like three weeks and so i think my bone density just like totally tanked um yeah and then I tore my hip, um, I like tore my hip labrum and then broke my foot on the same side, got surgery on my hip, and then from the crutching, broke the other foot, and then had to get surgery on one of the feet, and then kept crutching, and then had to get screws in the other foot, they messed up putting the screws in, so they put, so, so they took the screws out, and then I went to like the head doctor for like the giants, and he put screws in, and then the other foot all along was still broken so i then went to like the head doctor for nike and he put the screws in so now i'm finally all good but it took like six leg surgeries over the span of six years to <gasps> okay i thought <laughs> i thought mess up your training let's be honest six years most of us if we get a niggle and can't run for a few days are climbing the walls how did you cope <laughs> with that like um mentally, I don't know. how I... did you cope <laughs> I like tallied it up and it was like two and a half years of like either being on like two and a half like cumulative years of being on either crutches or in a wheelchair. Um, oh my god. I don't I know. I thought he was going to say he hurt his ankle and he was out for a few months. No. I think just being really angry helps a lot because then you're just <laughs> pissed off. You just want to get back at people. <laughs> but from a mental point of view, do you use that now when you're racing? Like when you're racing, do you think, you know, this. This is suffering, okay, I've got this sandbag, it's freaking hard work, but actually it could be worse. I could still be in that wheelchair. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was barely, but <laughs> I mean, just not being able to race sucks. And so, I don't How know. How does it all I, feel I just, now? Is Like physically, does it, do you ever feel uh, like it holds you back or? Yeah, it still hurts. I mean, that's kind of why my downhill running sucks right now, because I haven't really been able to run hard downhill for like mm. six or seven years but uh yeah i don't know starting to feel better 
Do you coach yourself, Aaron? Usually it's like a day-by-day thing where I just do whatever I feel like. But um, this winter I got coached by Woodsy, and now I'm probably going to get coached by Nell Rojas. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. El Tahoe. Is she uh, doing Tahoe? Nell? No, I don't think so. Uh, she, she, hold on. She's got the Olympics qualifier, isn't she? The uh, marathon? Yeah. She has the A standard now. She ran a 228 to win a wow. grandma's marathon. So, yeah, she's smoking fast. <laughs> yeah, probably quite a good person to get coached by. Yeah. Well, like, give people an idea, like, Nicole and her were training partners for, like, ever. I mean, still are training partners, but, like, Nicole's very fast. Yeah, we see that. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was uh, the Lindsay and Nicole show this weekend, wasn't it? Like, when you look at the time difference between them and the rest of the field, it was insane. It was, like, 13 minutes or something. Like, they gapped the field by, like, two miles. That's ridiculous. How does yeah. it feel to be, no offence, and you can you can easily just walk up <laughs> right now, but how does it feel to be the worst in your van? To be oh. your own part? Well, Benji is pretty bad at running, so I don't know if I'm the worst. Oh. <laughs> I like that. You should tell us why, don't you? <laughs> Hold on a minute. Have you ever been chicks by Nicole? Yes, in Alabama. I like... I rolled my ankle, and so then I oh, walked oh, a little bit. Oh, give me the excuses. But, <laughs> but, but quite frankly, I think I was, like, time-wise behind her even when I rolled my ankle, so. <laughs> <laughs> did, she, uh, did she rub it in, or did she just uh, know to keep that one a bit quiet? <laughs> oh, when I told her, she's like, oh, my God, what happened? And I was like, <laughs> I started running. <laughs> I'm assuming you're a better climber than Nicole. Rock climber? Yeah. Um. Yeah, but she's like quite good. I mean, as far as people in obstacle racing go, it's me. I'm definitely the best rock climber, and then it's Nicole, and then it's probably Ryan Atkins, mm. and then probably John Albin. John's pretty good. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say when you were talking earlier about um, training stuff, when I had the opportunity to race with John in Italy at a European Champs in the team. And we were just chatting most of the way around and he was saying that all he really does is bouldering or rock climbing and then ski touring in the winter and running in the summer. But he doesn't yeah. do the obstacles because we'll get into these obstacles and he was asking me how to do the obstacle. And I was like, hold on, you're the world champion and you're asking me how <laughs> But he was like, I generally do not train on these obstacles. You know, I basically like yeah. once a year at Spartan. I, I don't know what I'm doing. The funny thing was though, I was cheering that race on and when all the blokes were coming into the bucket carry, they were all blowing out of their ass and John just trots along beside them like oh you're right I was like how's your zone one training run John he's like oh I might have gone into zone two for a minute and then he just smokes everyone on all the carries even though he's like half the size so yeah. it's <laughs> forget that <laughs> yeah it like doesn't pay to be big and spartan like I, I don't understand why dudes are in the gym all the time trying to get full <laughs> Because it's all about how much you can carry that, you know, there's no point in running or having grip strength, is it? You just like yeah, lift no, some weights, bro. Yeah. <laughs> bro, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a good segue, actually, because to answer yeah, 
it is becoming, especially Spartan. Um, it's funny, it's interesting. So your idea is actually, Aaron, but in Spartan, it seems to be becoming easier and more of a runner's game, whereas OCR, like Norams and World Champs, becomes is becoming more of a ninja game. Is it the same in America? I don't quite know what the races are like over there. Well, um, and be honest, it. Spartan's too easy. I've, I've heard you say it. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, I love yeah. it. Non-stop this weekend. It was just people being like, like I would just overhear people being like, "Burn obstacles are so easy." Blah 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 blah, and they just kept going on about it. And I was like, "Yeah, they're like stupid easy." But like to, to give you an idea, at each of the national series races, I can tell you exactly who failed what obstacles, and like of guys in like the top ten or top fifteen. Like Johnny failed monkey bars in Alabama. Nobody failed anything in Jacksonville. Um, People failed like the Z wall in Seattle. Oh, uh, it was um, VJ and uh, Ryan. Yeah, VJ and Kent. At, yeah, uh, and, Kent, actually, I think, and I think Postic might have failed the Z wall as well. Um, I really, hold on, hold on. Then, I do not get this because that Z wall, you guys are allowed to use the vertical thing in the so gap. Easy. We're, not, we're not allowed to use that. So I'm like, so how easy. can we get around it and you guys are failing when you can hold the sides? <laughs> Yeah, I, I have no clue. You can practically jump from the bell on the Z wall. Once you've got past the first corner, you can jump from that corner to the bell. Yeah, maybe. I'm not going <laughs> to say too much because, you know, I don't want to fail in my next race. Kempson, Kempson came off egg beater. He slipped off, didn't he? No, he fell off monkey bars. Is that monkey bars he fell off, was it? Mm. Yeah, that, that was in Seattle. Um, but nobody failed anything in Big Bear. And then... So you telling me that uh, as far as I know, nobody failed anything in Utah. Yeah, but they're new obstacles, Helix, and what's the one where you pipe layer? I mean, they look, they look really tough. Oh yeah, they're so tough. Yeah, literally trying to keep your feet off the ground is amazing. Innovative. It's, like, it's technical. <laughs> I've got a feeling I'm I'm knowing what you're going to say about the next question. So. Bucket carry thoughts? Oh, it's well. So I don't really care that much, but in I did the ultra in Aspen last week, and I watched a lady put the bucket on top of her head while running down the hill, and I was like yelling at her. I was like, "Hey, you're not allowed to put the bucket on top of your head." And she's like, I've never, they've never said anything to me about it, and it's never been a problem. And I was like, "Yeah, it's." Like probably gonna be a problem at some point, and she's like, "No, but you it's snap your neck." And then she tripped, and she threw like the bucket fell off her head. It was going down a hill and landed on the lady in front of her's leg. And then like it's like a fifty pound bucket, and so it like fucked up that lady's leg. Oh, can I swear on here? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Oh, perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, they like carted the lady off in a gator and took her down to the bottom because she couldn't walk anymore. <laughs> like I don't so, think it's a good idea buckets like 60 pound objects from like 6 feet up are like like very what I, so if they're going to take the bucket away right? sorry if they're going to change it so you can carry it on your head to carry you might as well just get a sandbag in surely yeah yeah exactly and like people have already tried it and everyone is like it's way faster to carry on your shoulder but it like hurts like it doesn't feel good it hurts your neck and it like kind of pinches a nerve and so, like, I don't think I'd yeah, fit that bucket on my shoulder. You are tiny. 
Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Rhea successfully did it, and she said it's faster. But the other thing is, and Jack, you'll back me up on this. Our UK buckets are no are heavier. Heavier. Yeah. And there's no way. I was thinking I could not get that on my head. I like. <laughs> It's just no way. And you see, like, pictures <laughs> in Europe. And um, when we went to Italy, I was like, this bucket is so light. It was incredible. And it was smaller. So you it could, old, like... It was old school, though, wasn't it? It was filled to the holes. So it was... I know, yeah. But you see them over there. And they've got the bucket in one arm. I'm like, yeah. you need to make that <laughs> a bit heavier. And the Atlas as well. Like, they're taking away the hard part of it, which is dropping and picking back up again. So that's just going to be... And I reckon they'll make that longer now. So it'll just be a longer Atlas carry. Well, that I potentially see is like getting kind of hard because they can just turn it into another carry. But yeah, they'll turn it into a bucket carry, effectively, won't they? Yeah, exactly. Or they'll, yeah. then they'll be like, "Oh, you can throw it on your shoulder and run with it." <laughs> <laughs> there is no rule. Yeah, there's no rule that you can't put it on your shoulder, though, is well, there? You can now, so you should still be able to, unless they change that rule. <laughs> but oh my gosh! Again, a fifty kilo concrete ball is probably not a good idea to be carrying above your head, is it? Let's be honest. Probably oh, not. <laughs> imagine dropping that on your foot. So, so what's next? So you've got um, next week. West Virginia. West Virginia. Then tie tar for you, is it, straight away? Yeah, I might do like Killington or some other race. I might go down and do a Savage now that I know that they have uh, Better obstacles. entertaining obstacles than other races in the U.S. <laughs> have you not? Have you not done? America, like, are they in a bit like Spartan? Are they, like, can you... Like close to home, so no. So the uh, the savage races are just in like southeastern U.S. or or mostly the East Coast. Um, so I would have to like fly back for one. Or actually, there's one in Dallas as well. Right, so I have to fly all the way down to Texas. But they look good. They're pretty competitive, aren't they? You get the old Bracken and Woodsy and uh, Yuri and Ken. Yeah, Yuri crashes. Yeah. I was yeah. on a team with uh, Ken and DJ. Air Force Ken. This weekend. Yeah, we won. It's good. I know. I saw. <laughs> Air Force Ken. Funny. <laughs> are, you, are you heading to Sweden? Is that your biggest plan? Well, so I currently have no sponsors. So getting to Greece and Sweden is proven to be extremely expensive. So I'm going to try. I would like to. Aaron, try being us trying to get to Tahoe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, you it's guys insane. probably have like a job. <laughs> yeah, we're flying to San Francisco and then driving from San Fran to Tahoe. Yeah, and we're broke it. doing it. And we're very broke <laughs> doing it. <laughs> but also, we thought about you and Nicole, didn't we, Jack? We were like, how can we make this a bit more affordable? <gasps> Let's hire a van. <laughs> so we were going to hire a van, weren't we? <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out it's just expensive, in all fairness. Yeah, yeah the, the juicy vans, yeah, pretty expensive. But it would have been cool. An RV for the weekend would have been epic, but yeah. I'm not sure if you could put up with me for that long. In I was literally just about to say that. <laughs> I think I'd drive you nuts. <laughs> yeah, but now I've got you and Graham. I don't know if that's just like, oh. What is a cost? Like, what would it be a ticket to Greece, Aaron? Have you looked? Um. Yeah, so actually I got like an thirdly cheap ticket to London uh, one way um, so for OCR World and then Nicole and I are probably going to go to Kalimnos and climb there nice. for the weeks in between that and Trifecta and then take like 
a train or something to Sweden. I don't know. Um, but road trip. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It's so expensive, and I keep writing emails to like David Watson, the the VP of Barton, essentially. And yeah. Not answering them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. You've got to be nice. You've got to be nice there. There's a way around, Dave. I tell you, there's a way around him. Yeah, we, sure. we've been trying. We've been trying as well. It just, yeah, it's uh, it's unless you're people like Lindsay, Nicole, Atkins. Can't you just get Nicole to pay for it? Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what she needs to pay for more of my stuff. <laughs> yeah, pay, pay for your trips. Look, Nicole, if you want the moral support, you have to pay for me to get to Greece. You have to pay for me to get to Sweden. It's only going to cost you like a quarter of your winnings. Do not worry. Jack's yeah. got a lot of male pride, as you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you just stay at home. You just stay at home. And let's, let's, plug, let's plug Aaron for some sponsors on this podcast. <laughs> okay, it's a good question for you, Aaron. If you could have, if you could be sponsored by one person, who would you like to be sponsored by? Ooh, like one company? One big, we'll say three. Yeah. Main one. Oh, the North Face, for sure. We're in oh, the yeah. They make, make great stuff. Why don't you, why don't you tap up um Zach Miller? Contact him and say get me in with North Face. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever raced him. Uh, no, I know, but I'm sure you won't mind. Need to right. get, find a race that he's doing. Go and beat him, and then go right race. Get me get me a deal. <laughs> well, he I used to dog sit for Mike Foot, so I could probably annoy him. But <laughs> yeah, do it. Just, just stop bugging people. Just be like, I've beaten Atkins. I've beaten Woods. What more do you want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so North yeah. Face. You use your Norams, you know, second place. Just just keep putting that everywhere. For whatever reason, second place doesn't get you nearly as far as first. It's <laughs> worked for Atkins. <laughs> What's that? It works for Atkins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the best That's bit is, you know what? When I say, when we speak to John, John doesn't really do sponsors. So he could have the world, but he doesn't really want it. It's really weird how you get someone that, obviously needs the sponsors like yourself who's an up and coming athlete and you need that benefit and advantage of having a sponsor and you've got someone that could have it it doesn't have it so yeah, yeah. John's like so sim- simple isn't he yeah. oh you're going after the million oh if the race is fun yeah but otherwise nah <laughs> do you know yeah. he, even, he didn't even know what phone rolling was oh yeah <laughs> When What's I asked him foam roll, he was like, no, don't foam roll. Stretch? No. I was like... That's basically, everyone who starts running later in life, like, and becomes, like, an ultra runner or a trail runner or something like that, they, like, still have, like, intact joints. And so, like, <laughs> by the time I was 20, my legs were destroyed. And by the time John was 20, he hadn't even started running. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I didn't start till I was nearly 29, so does that mean that I'll be yeah. able to carry on till I'm like 80. Yeah, you're world class. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go to ultras? But we need some more in the UK first. Cause... Well, that's, that's my next question. I mean, Aaron, we've got our first ultra coming up in Scotland um, in a couple of weeks. From your point of view, you love an ultra. Give me your sort of three tips going into an ultra. So you're at a beast level. Let's just say an open way, you're at a beast level. What three tips would you give to someone going to an ultra? Um, yeah, pretty, pretty much just eat 
and then uh, make sure, well, for at least for me, some people are different, but I like to take a lot of salt, like some kind of sodium pill or um, just drink mixes with a lot of sodium. Um, and then, I don't know, make sure you like your shoes and make sure you have something that keeps you from chafing. And other than that, you're good. <laughs> squirrel's nut butter over there. Yeah, squirrel's nut butter. <laughs> I, I used to live in Flagstaff and my roommate was the one who filled all the squirrel's nut butter tubes. <laughs> I swear to God, everyone over there in Flagstaff seems to be sponsored by squirrel's nut butter. There you go, you can contact them. Oh yeah, that's because everyone in Flagstaff is sponsored by squirrel's nut butter. That's because that's where squirrel's nut butter is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the Coconino Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. I used to live with one of them, Eric Sensman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you lost me for about five seconds. What I, the what about? I listen to a lot. I listen to a lot about ultras. I find it fascinating. <laughs> so um, eat a lot, lot of salt. Do you um, carry hydration vests when you're running ultras, Aaron, or do you not? Uh, I do. I have like a really beat up Scott PR4 pack which I don't think anyone in the U.S. has, but I think they have them in the U.K. Uh, it's a brand, but yeah, hydration vests usually work. Yeah. There we go. What's your, what's your favorite race distance? Uh, I like 50Ks. So, uh, so you, and 50K. for Spartans, I suppose, Ultra Beast. <laughs> yeah, except it's really weird because they have like all these ultras throughout the year and then ultra championships are 24 hours. Yeah, it like, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, none of the ultras are like eight hours or 12 hours and then they jump straight to like a totally different format in the like freezing a, cold yeah like a 24-hour race is like drastically different than like a point to point or like a race in which you know it's, well, it's a mental it's a mental fuck up isn't it let's be honest yeah and also like i think I, i'd like to do an ultra and i reckon touch wood because i'm quite good at long distance that's my preferred i'd be good at that but there's no way i'd be able to cope with that cold in sweden or iceland no way well That's like so everyone i've talked to has essentially said that like a tough mutter for 24 hours like in a, like the tough mutter last year in atlanta um everyone who did it did got like some kind of frostbite kind of got <gasps> um despite the fact that it was like 32 degrees like at the coldest like obstacles started to freeze and stuff and then um, see that just doesn't sound fun well so that was tough mutter but in spartan you don't have to like get fully submerged in water um true so yeah up, like up, they, they put the dunk last thing oh okay so you don't have to do that on every single lap yeah like the every all the ultras i've done they wait well that's not true um at least in ohio they did like a big loop, a little loop, and then another big loop, and then you had the dunk wall right before the finish, and then and Aspen, I guess it was in the middle of the loop, but it was like pretty hot, it was nice. Oh yeah, I'm not going to lie, in Italy it was like 41 degrees, was it Jack? Yeah, it was and, they, and they had the dunk wall in the middle, and I was like, I don't want to get out of this, it's so <laughs> nice, we just stay in here. <laughs> I had to laugh the other day, Aaron, I was listening to your podcast when you were on with Matt B. Davis, and you were talking about the Endure Elites. And then you take it and then you stand and start the line buzzing. That's exactly what I do. Yeah. No, it's pretty that weird. That stuff kicks my ass. It's like yeah. scratching, like, come on, let's go. 
See, yeah. I don't feel I don't feel any effect from it. Well, I, he says Matt Mosman that you're not supposed to feel it. I don't feel it at all. Well, it's because I don't take it, and I went to start taking it, and it's like now it's just like a shock to the system. I think I think my blood's yeah, just too filled with caffeine already, so nothing on top helps. Well, sir, I actually ordered this. So the stuff that makes you like scratchy is beta alanine. Basically, yeah, yeah. And so I ordered just a bunch of that. Uh, <laughs> see if like that's what makes you so jumpy and stuff. Um, but and, it, uh, and is it do that while you're in the van with Nicole? She might not like that. <laughs> well, it's like I kind of I really like the Endurlite stuff, even though I'm not sponsored by them. But uh, hint, 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 hint. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> It's like really fun because you just like take it and then you're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need I to triple the dose. I know how you feel. Oh, yeah, and then I'm ready to go. I mean, I forget about like literally everything that happens as soon as the gun goes off. Like, like if I feel bad or feel good or anything, like as soon as the gun goes off, I'm like, okay, down to race. But uh, beforehand. So why am I not getting this feeling? What is wrong with me? <laughs> Maybe, do you take it all the time? Like, all the time? No, or- never. Just before a race. Maybe double the but Maybe it doesn't affect you. I take better aniline every day. It does nothing to me. <laughs> what is then? Never as. Maybe you're just broken. Oh, I think <laughs> I'm just broken. Yeah. Maybe you're wrong. <laughs> maybe she can retire. Just I think I'm too energetic anyway. So maybe it's just no different. Maybe. <laughs> maybe there's me. I don't think anyone would want me more jumpy. <laughs> Was it Danvers? Um, should we do a quick fire round with Aaron? Oh, God, I feel so unprepared. Uh, okay, I'll start. Favourite obstacle? Any, any race, favourite obstacle? Uh, Gibbon. Ooh, okay. That's fun. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I take that back. I take that back. Matt Kempson's obstacle at Norams was really fun because you could, like, fringe into it and just, like, dive into the net and then swing to the other net. That looked cool. I know this is quick fire, but I'm going to take a few seconds to talk about that obstacle. And where did he become... When did he become a, uh, an obstacle creator? Kempson so, design. Epic, man. Yeah, so that's actually Matt Kempson, not Ryan Kempson. Uh, sorry, but, Matt. Yeah, yeah, Ryan. Um, but uh, he, he just grew up doing some construction stuff, so he's known how to do that kind of stuff. But, I mean, they've been doing obstacle races for like five or six years now, so they kind of hmm. know how things go. But Matt can weld and do other stuff. He's an engineer. Um, yeah. We had Ryan on the podcast a little while ago. He's a lovely guy, great guy. Didn't Ryan fail Matt's rig? Yes. Yeah. Well, he kicked the bell. <laughs> I thought I'd misheard that. So I was like running down with Ryan, and then I like I gapped him a little bit on the sandbag, and then I was like, "Oh, Ryan's just like gone, like through the gauntlet." And then it turned out that he had like jumped on his brother's rig, gotten through it, and then kicked the bell, and then was like, "Oh." Oh, that was it. He kicked the. <laughs> Yeah. Fair play. Fair play. Anyway, back to quick fire. Shoe oh choice. yeah. Oh, he's he's on it. Uh shoe choice. Uh, I pretty much just wear VJs now. So. <sighs> yes. Mm. I keep trying to get Jack on VJs. Yeah, but, and... No, I can't. My feet are far too minimal now. I can't wear VJs. They'd cramp my feet up like shit. What, what What do you mean? They're like too bulky. Yeah, yeah. I'm minimal. Oh. Except for Don't he let. Give me that. Don't give me that. Oh. You paid the price. In Dolomites, <laughs> he paid the price. His feet I, were a mess. No, they weren't. I lost the toenail. Uh, Most you. people lose. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm <laughs> someone. I, I 100% tell you now, Aaron, how many toenails have you lost? 
Zero. Zero. Oh, Zero. Looks. <laughs> one 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 weekend I wore the uh the the extreme for a VK and then I did a fifty K the next day and then I did a twenty six K the next day. Like racing. There you and go. lost zero toenails. <laughs> look at him, look at him. <laughs> and Aaron, I'd just like to point out he was moaning like a baby about his feet. I, it was her. Yeah. I give you that. It was her. Yeah. So <laughs> only with toenail, only with toenails. <laughs> okay. Most pointless obstacle of any race. Ooh. I think Spartan has a few of them. Uh... <laughs> that was a better answer than I expected. What do you but... think of the spear? Oh, the spear is so dumb. So, so what's annoying about spear is that like people will be like people like DJ will be like it's a skill obstacle. They should have skill obstacles. And then he, when he finally missed, he's like, I don't know. It was like spot on, and then it just didn't go in. I was like, yeah, that's like most people at most races. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like it's not a skill thing. It's just like who can do the most pointless thing that isn't relevant to like any sort of racing. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Spartan, take note. How many burps have you done this year in Spartan race? Uh, Forgetting that's, Atlas. That's how many spears have I missed? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I think I've missed like <laughs> five spears, maybe six. Oh, what's the reason not missing spears? But I've raced like thirty to forty times this year, so. Oh, it's not a bad ratio. Yeah. Okay, I've got a question. Best meal when you're in the van? Uh, So people that are camping or in a van, what's the best thing to cook? Oh, egg tacos with corn tortillas. Oh, Egg tacos with corn tortillas? Yeah, yeah. Can you you get that in tin? (laughs) Avocado and like some some sautéed onions. Delicious. Nice. I asked because I'm camping this weekend, so ideas. Tea, Tea or coffee? Uh, coffee. He's American. He's not English. I'm just checking. (laughs) Just checking. Never know. Yeah, you'd be asking scones or crumpets next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it. Beer or wine? Uh, Or tequila? Ooh. Uh, Me and Steve Hammond like tequila when we're together, so I'm going to go with tequila. Psychic, psychic. (laughs) Uh, Favorite meal just before a race? Uh, pizza. Before a race? Yeah. In the morning? <laughs> oh, before a race. <laughs> uh, I was going to say that's my favourite after a race, but... Very bloody pizza in the morning. That's where we're going wrong with that. We're having it afterwards. Whoops. Yeah. I did actually eat a slice of pizza before the 3K. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you sounded so naughty, like... like. <laughs> and I still crust. <laughs> I don't know, oatmeal, maybe? I don't know. Uh, standard. Pizza topping, then. What's that? What's your favorite pizza topping? Ooh. Uh, oh, pineapple and ham. Hawaiian pizza. Hawaiian pizza. That's going to yeah. split the audience. Jack, do you like pineapple on pizza? Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah! And your bucket list race. Bucket list race. Uh, Not just OCR, any race. Yeah, any race. Well, I think Tour de Gien is coming up, so I'd like to do that one. Which one's that, sorry? That's like a 200-mile race in Italy. <gasps> wow. Where, where so, it's got like 
60,000 feet of climbing or something. Oh. Sounds fun. Not you can get the uh, hallucinations and everything doing that long. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> well, you don't know what's going on. Was it Courtney Daughter seeing like leopards in hammocks and stuff? <laughs> yeah, one of my friends hallucinated an entire school bus of children during hard rock. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jack's like, like eh? <laughs> yes, they hallucinate, Jack. It's called cool to no, see. No, I know that. I'm just wondering why a school load of children. That's why I was yeah, like, <laughs> He was like, oh, no, you, you guys can't be up here. There's going to be a thunderstorm. And, like, they didn't move because, like, <laughs> not there. Because <laughs> it was rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> right, I think we need to let Aaron get back to his tiling. He's, um, yeah, his going to be here in a minute. She's going to be moaning. She's going to be, Aaron, the tile CD is going off. Oh, who, who <laughs> fitted out your the mom. Do apologize. Is this why Nicole got Aaron to move in rather than Rebecca Hammond so that he could fit out the van. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I did Sorry, really Hammond. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see you in Tahoe, Aaron. Well, behind you, but we'll see you. It depends. It depends how much downhill there is and how much you're going to roll your ankles, I suppose. Yeah. I might just roll down. I might not use my ankles at all. <laughs> That'll be Johnny. Yeah, not. There'll be a rule somewhere that you can't do that. <laughs> You'll get Mike Morris like, no, you can't do that. Yeah, they'll be like, had you used a mountain bike, that would have been fine because it would have made it easier. But oh. <laughs> 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 handstand walk down, that'll be fine. <laughs> right, Aaron, we're gonna let you get back to your time. Thank you very much for being on the podcast, mate. Appreciate you. Good time. luck. Good luck at West Virginia. Yeah. We'll be uh, West Virginia. Well, at last weekend. And yeah, nice one, mate. Thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, guys. My name's VJ Jones, and you've been listening to OCR Audio. This is Ryan Kent, and you've been listening to OCR Audio.